Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. People are blowing up our text line right now, really curious about this. They just wanted more information. And uh, that was a great pleasure to, to talk to him. It was. To talk to Eric there. I mean, just, it's an unbelievable story. You go to 98. Uh, twinsgolf.com. You can get more information on the event. It's about the Warrior Golf event, Valley Brook Country Club, Tuesday, May 28th. This just came across my phone right here, Doran Dickerson. Bernie Reno, who is a chief meteorologist in Buffalo, razor close call for the Steelers at Bills Sunday. Looks like a foot of snow Saturday into Sunday morning in Orchard Park. That in Orchard, excuse me. Then single LES band. Don't know what that means. Probably moves just to the south. This band will have. Two to three inches per hour rates, whiteout uh, conditions, true blizzard and road closures, tough decision incoming. I read that poorly, but you get the picture. Weather could be an issue. We are now joined by Nate Geary. He's all involved with the Buffalo's Bills broadcast. He joins us right now for all the information on those bills. Nate, thank you so much for joining us. What are you hearing about the weather? Listen, LAS is lake effect snow. Oh. And, uh, you know what, Nate? I'm, embar- I'm embarrassed. Those- <laughs> That's dumb. I should have known that. I should have put that together uh. there. Listen, you guys aren't quite well, – I mean, you are technically considered Rust Belt. But, you know, you're not that Lake Erie Rust Belt. So, listen, I get it. We, we get lake effect snow uh, like a rain shower around here. And, uh, like, on my, my office where I'm at right now, I look out into the lake, and there is no ice to be found. So, it's been, it's been a very mild winter here in Buffalo for our standard. Uh, it's a matter of time before we get a real big doozy, and it would be fitting for a Bills-Steelers playoff game to be played in, like, some kind of frozen tundra, frankly. Nate, as we know, whenever it's playoff time, you know, as the days move on and you get closer to kickoff, you you know, the temperature changes. Not the temperature of the weather in Buffalo or Pittsburgh, but the temperature of the feeling of the game. What's the feeling like on this Thursday, knowing that the, the Bills and the Steelers play Sunday in Buffalo, what's everybody feeling like right now? Are they confident? Well, listen, um, I would be lying to you guys if I didn't say, if I said there wasn't like this level of quiet confidence uh, about this Bills team. However, I think it's a cautious confidence because this is not the Bills of 2021 or 2022. Um, it's been a tumultuous um, gut-wrenching, um, nervous Nelly-type season where this is a team that has lost to Mac Jones before he was benched. Not only lost to Mac Jones, but lost to Mac Jones having, I don't know, his best game ever as a football player. I think he went like 27 of 31 or something. Uh, led a game-winning drive down the field in the last minute. And, and you know, the, luckily, the Bills end up winning the division and that win from the Patriots kept them out of the top two picks. So it was kind of a, a really nice conundrum towards the end of the season when we kind of realized that was going to work out that way. Um, this is a team that's lost to the Denver Broncos. Um, this is a team that has lost to the New York Jets. Um, I'm sure I'm missing a terrible loss in there too as well. Um, it, it has just been one of those seasons where you sometimes don't know what you're going to get from this Bills team. However, 
I think the interesting part about this team is Josh Allen's still the quarterback, and he is one of the most interesting case studies of narratives across the league. I've never seen so many people look at him, and I watch him every week, and for 60 minutes, um, you know, 17, 18 weeks, hopefully more than that, 20 weeks a year, he is the most entertaining player in football. Um, There is no one on his level of entertainment value. Um, Does he make some boneheaded mistakes? He absolutely does. But um, I think nothing encapsulates Josh Allen quite like the statistic EPA, right? Estimated points added. And I think the biggest reason is, although he makes these mistakes, he cost his team last week in three plays a minus 15.4 EPA. And then added another like 28 EPA. He ends up not only at a positive EPA, the number two quarterback in EPA per play and the number one quarterback in total EPA. So with all of the mistakes, all of the boneheaded plays, all of the points cost for his team, he's also added more points than any quarterback in the league, points per play and points overall. So this is a quarterback that I think gets unfairly judged on the negatives when the positives so greatly outweigh those negatives. And Listen, I think this is a league that, and and a fan base, and here in Buffalo anyways, but just in terms of NFL fans that have been fed a line for so long about how a quarterback is supposed to play. And he's not Tom Brady. He's not Ben Roethlisberger, um, as much as people want to maybe compare him to prime Ben Roethlisberger. He is something so unique that you have three quarterbacks like Josh Allen right now in in Lamar Jackson and and Patrick Mahomes and, and Josh Allen that a lot of people are starting to change their tune on what their franchise quarterback should look like and how they should play. Um, but in a game like this, guys, I don't know one team that wouldn't want to have Josh Allen in a winner-take-all sort of situation, in a one-game playoff. Who would you rather have in the league right now other than Patrick Mahomes, Lamar Jackson, or, or Josh Allen? I think that's a fair question. I can't come up with a guy. Uh, Nate Geary joining us here, Buffalo Bills pregame halftime and postgame host on WGR 550 in our Odyssey family. He's on with us on the fan hotline presented by Sullivan Super Service, providing trusted plumbing and HVAC service for over 50 years. What do defenses generally do to Josh Allen to cause him to be the turnover-prone guy? Like, what, What should the Steelers be looking to do to force Allen into some key mistakes, Nate? Well, what you do is you force him to be patient. Um, you take away the big play and you force him to take what, you know, that this terrible saying that we have in sports, these cliches, right? Which is taking what the defense gives him. And Josh can do that for 57 minutes. But man, and especially if he's down or it's a close football game, Josh Allen's looking to make that one play that changes the tides of the game. Now, he can make that play regularly, but there are times where, and I heard Kurt Warner was on our, on our station this week talking about in that game, that fourth down interception, the one where he tries to extend the play, tosses it up in the end zone, and it's effectively a punt, right? But that gets counted as an interception and a negative play because the interception happened in the end zone. But on that play, it's fourth and two, and Dalton Kincaid is the, is, is the guy that this play is set up to go to. It's a little pick play, a little rub play. Dalton Kincaid on a little flare out at the first down marker, catching the ball, falls forward, first down, extended, extends the drive, right? Josh bypasses it. He kind of looks left, but immediately he starts into Josh, Josh Allen hero ball a little bit. And now he's extending the play, you know, extending, 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 trying to get to the sidelines. We've seen him make so many unbelievable plays where he's extending a play way past seven, eight seconds. He's holding onto the ball, makes a spectacular play. The play never materializes and he throws an interception and it's a turnover on downs essentially. Right. And on that play, 
it's open. The way that the play is designed and where it's designed to go works. It's schemed open properly. They have a play that should get them a first down and extends the drive, and it doesn't. So there are going to be three, four, five plays in a game where I don't think people realize how functioning this offense is when it's on schedule because how often Josh Allen takes it off schedule because in the off schedule is tend to, tends to be where the big plays in this offense are. Um, when Josh Allen's holding the ball for seven seconds, it's hard to defend um, players when Josh Allen can put a ball anywhere on the field from either side running, right? But at the same time, this offense functions at a very high level when it's on time, on target, on script. Um, we just don't see it as much as maybe we should. So um, if I were the Steelers, I would really try to force Josh Allen into the three plays in a game that he might run out of patience and want to make a big play and hope that those three plays, A, your defense can make a play on the ball, get a, get a turnover, get an interception. This guy doesn't take sacks. Without T.J. Watt, that's going to be really hard. He's the least sacked quarterback in the league. Um, so if he doesn't take sacks, your best opportunity is trying to pick the ball off. And it can happen. He's thrown picks in almost every game this year. But if you can't get make those plays defensively against him when he's going to give and put the ball in danger, then it's gonna, you're going to have a tough time beating this offense, especially with how good the defense in, the, in Buffalo has been playing. Nate, in your opinion, who has the head coach advantage in this game? You know, I think uh, Mike Tomlin has earned a lot of respect across the league, and I think equally has earned some of the grief that he's been giving um, over the last couple of seasons, the way that he's handled the offense, the way that he's maybe hung on to coaches too long. Um, but I'm not the kind of guy that, that is punitive towards coaches who show loyalty. I think there's not enough of it in the NFL. And yeah, maybe he hung on to Matt Canada too long, but I think there's something to be said about coaches who will want to coach with Mike Tomlin because of the loyalty um, that he shows in the league. But I, I think right now, the way that this season has gone, the way this team has rallied around Sean McDermott following, um, I'm sure everyone has read in some portion, Ty Dunn's article um, about Sean McDermott and you know what they're calling a hit piece. And, and listen, I, I don't go as far as that. I'm, I'm a fan of Ty Dunn's. And I think the piece he put together a little got, got villainized on one piece of a very much larger picture. Um, but the team has rallied around Sean McDermott and there might not be uh, uh, Joe Marino, who does the Lockdown Bills podcast, uh, was quoted as saying Sh uh, Sean McDermott's in his bag right now. Um, he is calling some of the best defense I've seen a Bills defensive coordinator call in my life. Wow. Um, who he's doing it with um, backups and in some cases, third and fourth string linebackers last week against a Miami offense who is, you know, the second highest scoring offense league held them to 14 points. Now they were very injured, right? Had a lot of injuries, no Jalen Waddle injuries up front, no Raheem Mozart. They held a team coming off of 70 points that was fully healthy in the Miami Dolphins in week four to 20 points one week after scoring 70. Sean McDermott, when push comes to shove, I think is if not right up there with Steve Spagnola as like one of the best defensive play callers in the league, he might be the hottest defensive play caller in the league right now. And his defense is buzzing. So um, yeah, I, I, I think it, the it's, it's advantage bills, but it's not that much. I, I'm, I have all the respect in the world for Mike Tomlin. Nate, this was great, man. Really appreciate you taking the time to join us today. My pleasure. I just wanted to add one thing for your listeners. Um, Dorn Dickerson is a Buffalo Bill, will always be a Buffalo Bill in my heart, um, just so you guys know. I know where his allegiance lies this weekend because he's, he's a pick grad, uh, but, man, he looked really good in that, in that blue and red, I'll tell you. <laughs> look, at, look at Nate taking the opposite route of Sal. Sal kind of trashed the terrible town. You're taking the opposite route. You're playing little flattering. devil's advocate. Yeah, yeah, it's flattering. Thank you, Nate. But we're looking to get a win here in Pittsburgh.
Yeah, I figured as much. I figured as much. But listen, I just wanted to to remind everyone, you know, where uh, where Doran got his uh, where Doran got his start in the league, and uh, we, we we miss him in Buffalo. There's no doubt. Thanks, guys, for having me. Thanks, Nate. Thanks, Nate. Uh, there's a lot of questions I wanted to ask Nate. He's very good, yes. very thorough. Mm-hmm. Uh, the the Josh Allen stuff in particular was good. There's something else he said that I actually want to react to coming up next before we hear from Nick Costas at the bottom of the hour. Uh, but that might have been the least questions ever asked in a fan morning show interview. Yes. Because he was wound up and rearing to go. He's ready to roll. I was going to ask him if Rasul Douglas and Gabriel Davis were going to play, but I thought we might have been there until 930. And that's no offense. No off- We appreciate the information. Well, let's just call it what it is. Mm. My man was chatterboxing. Yeah, he he's he's on one. He's on. We'll ask Eric Wood tomorrow. We have Eric Wood, former Buffalo Bills center. How many questions are we going to get into that interview? Uh, you know what? We get how many did we get there? Three, three, three. <laughs> Probably get six. It was actually what he had to say about McDermott that I want to react to yes. coming up next because I think most Steelers fans, and I'm guilty of this too, are going into this game terrified of Josh Allen. Should we be terrified more of the defense? Getting to that when we come back. Nick Costos at the bottom of the hour. The text line is brought to you by Eggersteiner and Associates, a personal injury law firm where they always say there's never a fee unless we get money for you. The Fan Morning Show is brought to you by Armstrong Comfort with Matt Mertz Plumbing. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Nick Costa is going to join us from You Better You Bet at 9.35. You can also hear Costas, how about this weekend, Doran Dickerson, from 9 o'clock until 11 doing a show on Saturday before those playoff games. So I do my Costas imitation? Please. What's going on, guys? <laughs> Limited fake Costas. What's going on, bro? <laughs> That's as far as it goes, though, right? Yeah. Just that right there. What's going on, guys? You can get after us on Twitter. A lot of you have today. Uh, at underscore Adam Crowley, at score and Doran, brought to you by South Hills Kia in Peters Township. Visit them at southhillskia.net. And this segment's brought to you by Awaken 180 Weight Loss. Reserve your consultation today at awaken180weightloss.com. We had Nate Geary, the pregame, halftime, and postgame host of the Buffalo Bills on with us in the last segment. And... Boy, did he talk a lot about Josh Allen and how good Josh Allen is. And he gave a key in how you can maybe slow him down. 
We'll tell you what he said about that coming up in a moment, but it was what he said about Sean McDermott that gave me some pause, man. Like, just thinking about this spread, thinking about this game, biggest concern is Josh Allen, right? Or at least it has been for me. How do you stop Josh Allen? Oh, my God, he's going to throw the ball all over the place. They beat the Steelers last year 34-3. to And Josh Allen had himself a game. Like, that guy is scary. But then what Gary said was, quote, Sean McDermott is the hottest defensive play caller in the NFL, end quote. And I don't think he was talking about his looks. Like, I haven't, like, I haven't been as concerned about the Buffalo defense because I do think you can run it on them. Like, the Patriots and the Dolphins each rushed for over 100 yards in the last two games. They're giving up 4.6 yards per carry on the ground just overall this season. But that guy knows them better than we do. He watches them every week. He says that Sean McDermott's scheming the hell out of the thing right now. Now I'm worried about Mason Rudolph. I mean, yeah, you know, that's his forte, right? But, I mean, having Result Douglas possibly being out of the game or questionable – um, you know, that narrows that down. He to, didn't practice yesterday, by the way. He didn't practice. And, then, you know, the injury, I mean, he didn't look great, right? Nope. So, I mean, Taylor Rapp is a backup safety um, that probably is a special teams guy a lot more. So he's questionable. You'll have Dane Jackson at corner. And I know that you're not scheming stuff up on the back end as much as you are on the front end. But, you know, if you are scheming things up, that's whenever you have to make it simple for your offense. And if you think that and know, like the Steelers know that, McDermott, whether Nate Gary's right or not, if McDermott's on one scheming things up this year, and that that's one of the reasons why that they've ha- they bolted themselves into the playoffs on defense. The Steelers have to make it simple, protection-wise for Mason. They have to make it simple in the run game for their offensive line. Like, I would go into this game, and obviously the elements play a factor. I would go into this game and not get outside of the box with protection-wise. Get funky. You know, take a shot on protections there's certain protections that you could call if mason's at the line or whatever or you call in the huddle that it's like all right we're taking a risk we're going to turn somebody free but that means that somebody down the field is going to be open or that means that a crossing route is going to break wide open if you get the ball out at a certain time like i would make sure everything is buttoned up if Mm. i know that he's going to scheme some different things up and make sure everybody's blocked and picked up i think that's well said uh, and it's got my mind spinning a little bit now i mean this isn't reinventing the wheel here but you really got to be an advantageous down a distance. Like, if you can run the ball, you're probably going to force McDermott to not get as exotic on yes. those third down calls, right? I mean, if, if you're looking at third and seven and beyond, third and six maybe even and beyond, depending on the weather here, like, that's when you get into trouble. We saw it against Baltimore. The Steelers were trying to get points at the end of that half. You knew they had to throw it. Three consecutive plays. Dan Moore Jr., the revolving door there. Hit, hit, hit on your quarterback. Like, you you have got to, whether it's the run or or otherwise, or otherwise, get ahead of the chains. Because if you let the hottest defensive play caller in the league start to get weird, now you're in trouble. Because mm-hmm. Mason, he's been wonderful. I mean, you can't, you can't even argue with that. The statistics bear that out. But he doesn't move. He doesn't move well. He's a, he's a, he's a standing target back there. They're more built for pass rush than they are big, hefty guys up front. And that kind of scares me because that's how I viewed Indianapolis, too. Like, I thought Indianapolis was going to be a good matchup for the Steelers to be able to bully them. Mm. The biggest X factor, it's early. I know we have one more day to kind of break it down. Actually, you're doing a show tomorrow night as well. That's I'm right. doing a show Sunday before the game. But I, you know, I'll say this as my early X factor for the Steelers' offense knowing that, you know, schematically that McDermott's doing his thing and their pass rush, you say, worries you the most, right? I mean, obviously the run defense isn't 
as great. Um, this the X factor for the offense in the way they need to roll it out is Darnell Washington has to have his best game. Darnell Washington should not leave the field. They should run two tights all game. They'd blow them off their ass. Well, and then keep Darnell Washington as extra protection. You know, oh, okay. I see what Darnell you're saying. Washington, extra protection, run run 12 personnel. Obviously, Frymuth will be in the lineup as well, but Darnell Washington should not come off the field whether you want to run the ball or pass the ball. He needs to be in protection helping. Now, flipping it to the other side, what Nate told us, the Buffalo Bills expert we had on in the last segment, is if you're going to force Josh Allen to make mistakes, it wasn't, oh, bring the house, rattle his kitchen. It wasn't get pressure up the middle. It was make him be patient. Make him be patient. Make him have to drive the ball down the field. Mm-hmm. You know, long drives. Dink and dunk it. And he's going to get impatient, he said. And if you can do that, and in his mind, he's got the Brett Favre nature. Wow, we're I really got to be patient here. If you can make him three times say, screw it, I'm taking a shot. He goes, what you need to do is on those three plays, he might give you three of them, you got to make the play. you got to make the play. Yes. But make him be patient. And so if you're the Steelers' defense, it's very Dick LeBeau-esque here. It's tackle the catch, it's put a lid on the dang thing, and you live to fight the next down. And then you're obviously going to have to make hay in the red zone, but you got to make him be patient. Mm-hmm. That made a lot of sense to me. All right, coming up next, Nick Costas will look at the Steelers-Bills game. Is that spread too big, Costas? Want to do one more Costas impression? What's going on, guys? You want to do it to Costas? I might have you do that coming up next. But we'll get his thoughts on Steelers, Bills, and all the super wild card action coming up next. You got any questions for Nick or you just want to say hello or mean things, you can text us. 412-928-9370. Brought to you by Edgar Snyder & Associates, a personal injury law firm where they always say there's never a fee unless we get money for you. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Super wild card weekend. And on the line is the host of You Better You Bet, Odyssey Sports Betting Insider Nick Costas. Insider Calls presented by BetMGM. Go check out all the latest lines today on the BetMGM app. Also, be sure to listen to the You Better You Bet podcast for more on Nick Costas' analysis. Just search You Bet wherever you find your podcast. Good morning, Nick. Big weekend, buddy. What you got? What's going on, guys? Absolutely can't wait for it. I can't wait for the Steelers game coming up on Sunday. Going to be awesome. Too many points, right, Nick? Um... Well, I, I, I do this with you guys sometimes on, like, my show, various radio shows I go on to. I never want to play, like, meteorologist here. But, like, if you're a Steelers <laughs> fan or you want to bet the game or or you're both, like, the weather is going to be incredibly consequential. It's, like, what you think is going to happen in this game. So for people that don't know, I'm sure you guys have talked about it. Like, extreme, extreme potential wins in the forecasts gusts up to, like, 50 miles per hour. Now, there could be snow on the ground also. It could be freezing. Like, think, like, outdoor game uh, January in Buffalo, right? 
right? Obviously, there could be some inclement weather. It's never snow or cold that impacts like a total in a game and impacts the uh, the ability of offenses to move the football. And we can talk about that if you want to talk Chiefs Dolphins, right? It's going to be cold, uh, frigid on Saturday night at Arrowhead. But like, I don't think the wind's expected to be bad. If the wind gusts are going to be like 50 miles per hour, even if they're like 30 to 40 miles per hour, think about the Monday night game. If people remember that the Bills and Patriots played a couple years ago, where like neither team could move the football through the air. The Patriots ended up outfoxing the Bills in that game. So I think that if we get to Sunday and the wind is, and of course, People will be talking about it all Sunday morning. It'll be on all the pregame shows. If the wind is going to be insane, I think the Steelers can definitely like keep this game relatively close because both teams are going to run the football a ton in the game, and it somewhat mitigates the loss of TJ Watt. Now, if we get to Sunday, guys, like we can be honest about this here. Like, Great job by Mike Tomlin. Great job by Mason Rudolph guiding this team to the playoffs. If this is going to be like just... Yo, 11 degrees, some snow on the ground, but the wind's okay. I, I don't think Pittsburgh's going to keep this game very competitive. I'm just being honest, right? So I think if the wind's going to be bad, I think that's what Steelers fans should be rooting for. And if that's the case, then I do think it's too many points. I would look to grab them with the Steelers. Worth noting, guys, the total in this game right now is 36. And that's not because of the two offenses. That's because of the potential weather. What would the line be if Walt were playing? Uh, well, like with with or without wind. Uh, with. Uh, I so less than ten. Buffalo more than seven, less than ten. Okay. Watt is to the point spread one of the most impactful players in the league, the most impactful non-quarterback to a point spread, and he is more impactful than some quarterbacks to the point spread. Which is how valuable that he's been. So again, like if you're a Steelers fan, I think what you have to be rooting for, you want the weather to be as bad as possible on Sunday, so the Bills can't throw the ball, and this turns into just both teams running it, and then I think the Steelers can have a real chance to win the game. So you're basically saying take the overs on. Warren, Najee, and possibly James Cook in this game? Yeah, I think, like, again, like, if we get to Sunday and that's what the weather presents here, now, look, it doesn't necessarily mean that just because the teams are going to run the ball a lot that the running backs would have success. Mm -hmm. I guess the way that I would look at it, if you're trying to get ahead of it here, and look, weather is very fickle, obviously. We know that just as human beings, not just as sports fans, right? Meteorology doesn't always have to be right. The weather forecasts are often wrong. I would look probably more at, like, like rushing attempts. That way, if, like, you know, Jalen Warren goes... 13 carries for 35 yards, you don't get burned. Mm -hmm. But he could go over his rushing attempts, if that makes sense. That's how I'd look to play it. But again, like you make that bet now, you're making a bet on weather. And weather is extremely fickle. So I hate to give you guys like a non-committal answer there, but it really does kind of depend. Like this may not be like a real functional football game. It may be the most windiest playoff game we've had this century if if, uh, these weather forecasts are correct. We could ask you game by game here, Nick, or we could just do it this way. Why don't you rip through some of your favorite bets now looking ahead to Super Wild Card Weekend? Sure, and I'll, I'll be quick with these, right? Browns and Texans, um, I think Cleveland should definitely be favored in the game. They're, like, on the cusp of being a three-point favorite for me. So if you're out there listening and you like the Browns in this game, and maybe Steelers fans don't want to root against the Browns, but also maybe you want to make money, um, I think that once you get to three, you stop betting Cleveland, and then I think Houston becomes a little attractive because three is the most key number when we talk about betting. I do think the, the Browns are more likely to win the game, rested everybody last week. Flacco's 16th career playoff start, first for C.J. Stroud. Stroud's awesome. I think the Browns are more likely to win than the market indicates. Dolphins and Chiefs on Saturday night. So look like, Everyone that's going to make a case for Kansas City, and guys, 
Kansas City can win the game by 20. So what I'm about to say does not mean that Kansas City can't cover the spread. But just that, like, the idea that people are going to show up and say, well, I'm going to bet Kansas City because the weather is going to be cold and the Dolphins play in South Florida and Miami's dealing with all the injuries and Kansas City rested all the guys and it's Patrick Mahomes. Like, everyone knows it already, and it's already, like, in this point spread. I think the point spread's too high at four and a half here. This is not me saying the Dolphins are going to win the game. Plus four and a half, I'll, I, I, I like the Dolphins to cover wow. the spread on Saturday night. May God have mercy on my soul. I'll <laughs> bet the Steelers, guys, if we get to Sunday and the weather's really bad, I think they'll be able to keep it close. Packers and Cowboys, I guess, like, maybe like the slightest of leans towards Green Bay. The, the point spread's perfect. Dallas is very likely to win. Another way to play this game would be to tease Dallas down to minus one and a half, where they win by three, you win. And you could even tease Houston up to plus eight and a half, where I think with Stroud on one side, it's unlikely the Texans get blown out. I think they probably lose a close game. I think the Rams will beat the Lions on Sunday night. I think Stafford's going to throw it all over this Detroit defense. Uh, Better coach, better quarterback, both with the L.A. Rams. And Monday... If the point spread's going to be three, I would only look at Tampa in the game. The Eagles guys come into the postseason as the second worst team in the playoffs. Uh, the Buccaneers are the only one that's worse. The point spread's three. I, if I had to bet the game, I would actually take the points with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, but I have time to make that decision. All I heard there, Nick, is that the Steelers are not the worst team in the playoffs. They definitely man. aren't. I mean, they're definitely better than the Eagles right now. If those two teams played on a neutral, I would pick Pittsburgh and feel really good about it. All Ooh. right, let's hang the banner. Yep. Nick, this was awesome, man. Thank you so much. You guys got it. And listen, again, like you got pray for that win Sunday in Western New York, and I think this team's got a real chance. Wishing everybody minimal sweats when he bets. The absolute very best of luck. Enjoy the weekend, Nick. Thank you. you. Thanks, Nick. That's Nick Costas. You better you bet. Uh, you can also hear his show 9 until 11 on the fan on Saturday as we gear up for all these playoff games. I- I'm going against my better judgment here, Dorn. I'm going to do something. Paul in Buffalo is not a Steelers fan. He's been waiting to talk to us like all morning long. Hi, Paul. Oh, wow, c- kind of windy in Buffalo. Huh? Maybe just a tad windy in Buffalo, Paul? Yeah, well, yeah, it's supposed to be. I heard for the game. I'll, I'll be there. I've got tickets, and I just uh, – you know, I, I heard you guys yesterday with Sal. You know, I, I heard what he said about your towel. <laughs> I heard what, uh, was it you? Greg talked about the wings. Who who was the one who said the There's the no Greg. It's me. It's Crowley. What do, you, what do you got for me, Paul? Give it to me. Lay it on me, Paul. Uh, well, I just think that, like, Tomlin is too, he's too conservative. Buffalo went for it on their own 30-some yard line with fourth and one <clears throat> against Miami. Josh Allen could have lost the game in Miami, third and 13. That's a huge down. He went through three defensive players. Now, although Pittsburgh has a great defense, I cannot see you guys beating us with Josh Allen. The only way I see you beating us is if Josh Allen gets hurt in the first quarter. And then... Well, fingers crossed then, Paul. Thank you for the call. I actually don't want to see Josh Allen get hurt. No. Now, beat him with him. Beat him with him. I was going to ask him about Duff's or Anchor Bar, but I had enough of Paul. Yeah. Coming up next, the big breaking news of the day, obviously. Bill Belichick, the New England Patriots, parting ways. We'll talk about that. Uh, final thoughts on the Steelers-Bills game uh, from today. We'll get to that coming up next, and that's right. I 50-minute mark in the fan, brought to you by South Hills. Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Route 19, Peters Township, celebrating 50 years in the South Hills. Our thanks to Nick Costos for joining us in the last segment, says if the weather's going to be bad, wait until Sunday. If the weather's bad, take the Steelers and the points. He also said if the weather's going to be bad, take all the over-rushing props. 
Here's one that I wouldn't, though, Doran. You ready for this? You ready for some gambling expertise? Mm hmm I might. I have to look at the number. We'll do that more tomorrow. I'd probably take the under on Jalen Warren. Why is that? You think Najee's going to be the bell cow? Yeah, he, f he fumbled a couple of times last. That's he fumbled once, and then he it was he was close to fumbling again. He's been the more likely of the two to put the ball on the ground. I'm weary of that. Can I one-up you? Maybe. I'd take the under on Jalen Warren, but the over on receptions or receiving yards for Jalen Warren because if they're going to throw the ball, it's going to be dink and dunk, and he will be out of the backfield. I like that, Doran. Final thoughts on Bill Belichick? His press conference today with Robert Kraft is at noon. He's the best coach ever. Give me a give me a landing spot. The L.A. Chargers with Nick Saban on his staff. Oh, get out of here. Yeah. There was a Diana Rossini report that came out like an hour after the Belichick news. She said the Atlanta Falcons have been trying to work it out with Belichick for two weeks. Like they've had their eyes set on him, I guess is the better way of putting it for two weeks. Yeah, okay. I'm sure he's going to Atlanta. No. I'm sure Bill Belichick's going to take it all down to Atlanta and, and with those quarterbacks. No. Although I have to see where they are in the draft, actually. That might make some sense. No. Here's my final thoughts on Belichick. I never want to see him coach against the Pittsburgh Steelers again. I hope he winds up in the NFC. He's a bane of existence. He has caused me more pain as a sports fan routinely over and over again than any figure in sports history. LaShawn McCoy, a uh, close second. <laughs> Cook and Joe coming up next. Fan weather brought to you by Sun Chevy. 2024 starts with great incentives on the Trailblazer, Blazer, Equinox, and Silverado. SunChevy.com. Today, high 42. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did.